0: Welcome to Deep End Theory.
1: Hey
2: guys, this is Julian Gray. This is Spencer Brown. Hi, this is Jonah from the Thumbfield. And you're listening to Deep End Theory on, on UCLA, UCLA Radio.
0: Hello and welcome. You're now listening to The Deep End Theory with myself, Leslie Snipes, and Balid. This is the podcast where we sit down and talk to DJs and producers, where you can learn more about your favorite artists and find out what life is like in the industry. This week, we're joined with Caillou and Albert. Uh, Caillou and Albert are legends within the the trance community. They founded Euphonic Records in 1997. They've been listed on DJ Mag's Top 100 DJs for four years. Uh, produced seven studio albums, and their, with their latest album being Never Lost in 2018, and they celebrated their 20 year anniversary in 2016. Caillou um, and Albert are playing tonight. We're actually live from Avalon, Hollywood, um, alongside Ronsky Skeed, Bryn Lytle, Amanda Darling, and Admiral Blackbar. Uh, thank you for joining us and we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule before your show uh, to chat. No problem, hello, hello. Hello, hello LA. (laughs) What are you most excited for tonight?
3: We wanna test out new material, but we also uh, enjoy having our own label night here in LA, and it's, yeah, will be fun.
0: Yeah, so tonight is also the Euphonic record label for the Euphonic fans out there. You might recognize a lot of those names, Um, but, crowd seems good vibe seems good avalon's always uh a great spot and a bit of a trance haven actually in la they do a lot of trance stuff yeah. yeah how many times have you guys played here uncountable normally we play two
3: times a year one one time is open to close and the other is euphonic label night we want to present euphonic a little bit uh, uh around the world our brand we have uh had a show uh, euphonic night in seattle last weekend then we have paris on april 6th and berlin on uh, end of april dates possibly don't don't matter Uh, our normal shows and
0: yeah it's it's fun and you founded euphonic 20 years ago yeah what sparked that what made you guys want to actually found your own label Actually, we
4: had a, a collaboration together for, for a live act, so we uh, had four tracks, and um, so then we said, hey, we want to release them. At this point, we didn't find another record label, so we said, hey, let's do it by ourselves, and this actually was uh, the start of, of Euphonic.
2: And just just to turn back the clock a little, how, uh, how did the, the bond and relationship between Kaio and Albert form?
4: I mean, actually, we are from the same town. It's a small town, only 15,000 people, and...
3: <laughs> so we went to the same school, but met each other later. Or at, uh, he was still in school, but I left already. So and then yeah, we uh, did tech talk, and at back in the days, they were uh, all uh, music with synthesizers. So we uh, merged the studios to first did this live uh, gig for a big uh, festival, techno festival locally, and then yeah, since then it, we work uh, yeah together. There yeah. were no master plan or some management involved. It was just it just happened.
0: And initially, you guys went by Caillou versus Albert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what sparked the change to Caillou and Albert?
4: In the beginning, uh, when we used the verses, it was kind of hip to use it at this time. Versus? Yeah, the, but some countries couldn't really pronounce it, so it's also it's if you say Caillou versus Albert, it's much more complicated than Caillou and Albert. So that's why we, even
3: in Germany, a lot of people said what means vs and they say Kaya vs Albert or something like that and we always had this that uh, for example radio guys t- said to us hey Khan Albert and then for our album uh, Worldwide uh, around the Are You Fine single in 2006 we changed to Kaya and Albert. It took some time because there were still fans and people media people who called us versus but there are not many anymore.
4: <laughs> the good thing is now, when you when someone call, calls you uh, I kind will of uh, we know it's a very long time fan, So he you knows us at least for uh, 12 years or so. um,
0: And what drew you to trance, and more specifically vocal
3: trance? Mm. Uh, basically, Steven is singing all the May vocals, us, and we started original as a band. Before we were DJs, uh, we did live shows, real live shows with a stage crew and uh, computer on stage and, uh, yeah, keyboard, sequencer.
4: Yeah, we always liked uh, euphoric melodies and this is, it leads you into trance. Yeah, the perfect platform. Automatically, yeah.
2: (laughs) And so with the advances in technology, how do you guys uh, bring in new elements into your sound? And uh, what do you like most about being in 2019?
4: You have many possibilities in the studio, you know? Back in the days, you were limited to some synthesizers, and you needed that synthesizer if you wanted to use that sound. Now it's totally unlimited, so you can um, you can sample everything. It's, you can get any synthesizer you want, so...
0: You have countless possibilities, yeah. No limitations, no limitations. by your mind. Yeah. And overall, you think that's a good thing? When, when
3: you come from the old days and you had a, uh, when I started uh, to make music, I had a Atari sequencer with one megabyte RAM. This this meant my uh, my sequencing ended at five minutes thirty something. So I have to think about how many notes and sequences I use, how long my track can be. This or even when you had uh, tones on a synthesizer midi, you had to count how many, how fat could my string be to make stacks or something like that. Today is everything you know possible. Yeah.
4: It's, it's You
3: need to be much more effective,
4: but the thing is, nowadays, everyone can use it, you know, so there are much more people around you making also music, so it's really hard for new artists to come up because there's so much competition.
0: Yeah, like the saturation just yeah. goes yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're the vocalist on almost mm-hmm. every single yeah, Kevin Albert the, the track. How did you get started singing? The thing is, uh, I wanted to make a demo
4: for for, for, for looking for another singer. Um, so I just made the, the, the demo track, and then we didn't find another singer. And <laughs> everyone said, and I, Hey, I, I said, let's use it, let's use it. <laughs> it didn't uh, sound that bad. It was uh, the, the track There" for You back in the days. So it was, was the first. It uh, was singer. a
3: huge hit, was uh, a big radio uh, chart hit in, in Europe. And uh, also, a, a bootleg was super successful. A Tron bass version uh, sold over thirty thousand vinyls. This was massive. are still people when we are going somewhere. Uh, even when I was at the Dolby Studios this week in San Francisco, the the engineer said, "Oh, I'm a huge fan. You Tron bass fan. This this vocal was so so important." And uh, so yeah, so yeah,
0: it's great to have these milestones in our career. Um, And there's a ton of emotion in your tracks. Obviously, I mean, it goes along with vocal trance, but where do you find inspiration for those vocals? Is it from personal stories or... Um, kind of just write whatever comes to mind. What's your process? For me, I
4: always have some pictures in mind and try to to, to create the story around it. So, but so, <laughs> the inspiration comes from the universe.
2: <laughs> it's hard to tell. And do you, do you think your influences are evolving as you've been working on music? It seems like this latest album has been very eclectic in terms of the tones and the styles. There was, I, I heard some hip hop a little. Um, then there was some dubstep 80s um, 80s track yeah. yeah i mean i mean
3: uh, uh, over the time we don't want to do especially on the album you can play around you can uh, do some uh, singles and then you can yeah you can play around and i think especially when you're listening to an album from the beginning to the end it's more interesting that it's more diverse from styles and it also shows a better—it's a better showcase for you as an artist, I would say.
0: Yeah, I've always respected your diversity. Like you guys go from chill all the way up to you know full, full-blown trance. Uh,
2: I also appreciate how you guys uh, created a different, uh, differentiated version for your album, uh, version of Tube of Hearts, uh, yeah. um, and it's very different from what I ex- first experienced it when I heard it from the Anjuna release. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: it was the same as um, with uh, The Night Sky, where we did a special version for, for
0: for the album, so yeah, some nice thing for the fans, yeah. And you guys have had a very long-standing relationship with Anjuna, like, going back there's
3: also coming a new uh, track uh, on Anjuna um, in a few months and yeah we can continue working with them and also uh, doing other things for example there's coming a collab with Alien Fila, Steven singing uh,
0: on the new Alien Fila album and much more on the, on the, in the pipeline stay tuned <laughs> Yeah, I think the trans community is particularly welcoming where like labels collaborate with each other People are very open to this kind of open release platform Yeah, with Ali
3: and Fila it was like this Uh, We know the guys very long We were the first label who signed them in 2002 or 2003 Released their first record And when we finished our album last... End of end of uh, October or so. Fila came. Hey, Ralph, uh, is it possible to do a collab uh, with Stevie's voice? And we still had a few demos laying around, which we didn't use for the album, and we sent. And he said, Ah, oh, wanna use the track. And so, so that's how it happens sometimes, you know.
4: It's sounding really yeah. good, so I'm yes. really looking forward to the release. We yeah. also tested
3: tonight. Yeah, we, we play tonight. Oh, yeah. no,
4: nice.
3: nice. <laughs> yeah, but Fila already plays it. He played it on Azot, yeah. EDC Mexico. Uh, yes, yes, so it's.
1: Yeah.
0: And going back to tonight, so Euphonic. You've got Ronsky Speed, uh, Bryn Liddell. What is your favorite thing about each of those artists, and where do you see their career going in the next few years? I mean, ronsky has been around for. Yeah, we, 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 we always
3: uh, like to work with artists because it's some kind of inspiration. And um, yeah, if if an artist is nice and not complicated, then it's nice to work with with artists. Yeah. Yeah, but but, but nowadays a label is
4: has. It's hard, it's hard to tell, it's easy. Back in the days, the, the label had more influence because there were, weren't so many labels. Nowadays, artists like to switch between
0: the labels. So that's why we are keen on artists to uh, stay with us. So, Do you think the streaming platforms have changed that drastically?
4: At this, this particular point, I wouldn't wouldn't say that. Streaming platforms in general changed it to made it back Legally, you know, back some years ago, everyone downloaded illegally mm-hmm. and now people stream yeah. legally. So this brings back control to the, to, to, to the music industry a little bit.
0: Yeah. And you've seen tons of iterations of dance music, things come and go in popularity. Where do you see it headed in the next few years? Do you have a... More and more diverse, I would say, is but it's hard to tell
3: which comes
5: comes next. I already said this
3: many years ago that it's getting more into the niches, and when you see it, nowadays B-port, the subgenres, sometimes I don't know what sub subgenre mean, and I'm just so like long in the dance industry. <laughs> There's so many the hybrid versions of everything too. Yeah, and uh, yeah. it's getting possibly more and more, and uh, you know, diverse. But you know it's the way it is and yeah. it's the same what happens with radio stations <laughs> internet radio station but also with streaming TV station it's on more yeah, and more sure. you, people can choose their little you know uh,
4: but, but you still have a big audience because back in the days it was hard to reach the people because there was no internet or no good yeah, that's, internet that's, that's and now everyone on the world is reachable yeah, via the internet
0: so yeah and you can find those uh, niches a lot easier and, yeah. and then it's yeah I feel like the diversity is just gaining popularity whereas before you really really had to dig to find that stuff and now you know Spotify's discover weekly or release radar they just they'll show it to you almost randomly which is great overall cuz people love the music it's just exposure and then also trance is like generally a much more welcoming community both to the fans and to the artists yes do you think that's grounded largely in the the vocals the more emotional appeal or you know is it does that really go back to the old days of like and all those I
3: think of? I think uh, <laughs> uh, in, in, musically when you look all the dance genres when it's techno when it's house uh, Trans is the style with the most uh, musical impact, melody-wise, chord-wise, and uh, so I think maybe people who listen to this music are uh, into this vibe, I don't know, they are not aggressive, you know, I, this is what I hear from many promoters all over the world, they say, trans events never cause any problems. So it's. I would also break it down to the emotional aspect because
4: uh, yeah, yeah. with uh, so uh, trance, it's appeals more. Also, you're more recognizable with the record because the melody you can remember. A groove, it's harder to remember for, for, for people. So when with, with the vocals and the melodies, the people can listen also at home. So th- and then they think about you and everything. So probably this okay. makes it.
2: And how do you uh, do? You guys have a particular process or inspiration, a way to strike inspiration for a particular melody, or is it just testing out and figuring what works? It
3: comes from the universe. <laughs> no, 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 mainly we, we, mainly we are doing a lot of demos, and then uh, after some time we select the best ones uh, and we filter the music. So we do, we are not uh, in the many artists, especially young artists, want to release every track they did even if it's medium or big or whatever so and uh, I think it's important to be a little bit self-critical as an artist and you know Release quality.
4: It's it's uh, something in between inspiration and also work. You know, it's it's because you need to draw down the inspiration, and sometimes it leads you into something which isn't good. So you, you you need to do
0: a lot of demos to find out the best the best ones. Yeah. And so when you were working on Never Lost, going back to this, you know, cranking out demos idea, how do you know when you're done? Like when? At what point do you say this album is good? I'm happy with those.
4: You, you never know exactly, but uh, uh, first you have some kind of deadlines. You, you, you uh, and so you work to the until the deadline to make it perfect, and then until it feels good. So, but the good th- on an album doesn't need to be 13 tracks, 14 tracks, 10 tracks. It's so you can select. The best ones you really like and that's it. Yeah, we
3: always had more tracks done on the on the albums as we finally released. For example about the sun was for another album and we said oh we don't we don't want to release it on the album keep it for some future single same with the Ali and Fila collab track and then Anjuna Beats came to us hey do we have some exclusive material which we can play on was it ABGC 250 or so in uh, in Sydney and uh, yeah we had this track ready and we still now have tracks ready
0: to be released in a couple of months And so with this tour, you've been pretty international, Um, but there's a little, we have a question that's kind of close to both of our homes a little bit, Um, you know, you go from London, Seattle, Houston, Los Angeles. Paris, Berlin and then there's also Kansas City on that list yeah. and I grew up in Kansas City yeah. and Valid just moved back from Kansas City uh-huh. and so, why Kansas City? There,
3: there is a promoter, Becker deal. he lives here somewhere in, 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 I think, Orange County and uh, he came to an Avalon show a year or two years ago and we said, uh, talked to him and he said, Kansas City is doing some small events and if we are keen on and we said okay if it works tour wise in some way so yeah
2: it's an expanding market
3: yeah and, and I, I mean there are a couple of promoters around the world who want to book us and when we do a tour like this March is very heavy for us but we sometimes don't tour for months because we, we don't want to tour all the, all the time anymore we have kids family and you know and it worked yeah
2: in between managing the, the your own artist uh, entity and then also the the label itself, what is the vision for Euphonik um, and Kai and Albert as well?
4: We go on with and see what comes in, our, in mind. You know, we we the thing is we are very independent, so we can do what we want. So uh, that, that's that's good. So we.
0: We'll see. Uh, oh. Feed off the energy of the universe. Yes, and ride the way <laughs>
4: <laughs> waiting for the cosmic rays. <laughs> oh, that's great.
2: There's always one question we ask of all our uh, artists. So, I'm sure you guys have a long uh, list of, or uh, like, time to um, figure out an answer for this. But, what is the biggest mishap you guys have ever had on stage? Um, might be going back to your early days. Yeah.
4: I remember uh, someone put some a glass of um, water, whatever, in front no, of. No, no, no!
3: It was in a club in Germany, and we were at that time so still playing vinyl.
4: Yeah, yeah, in front of the vinyl players, and
3: some there was a bass bo- box under, yeah. the, the, the,
4: the, under the booth. So the the, the the glass came with every beat. It came a little bit closer to the to, to the vinyls, and then psh, over the the vinyls, and then
3: the, it broke down or it didn't work correctly. And this was a really mess yeah. and the problem was the the the, the vinyl player didn't play on 45 anymore so uh, only on 33 and so we were looking for so we had one player only on 33 we were looking for for tracks to play on 33 and the promoter was really pissed uh, because he, he it was off uh, but yeah, someone different. you know uh, this happens how also, I remember a fire alarm in Finland it. Back Yeah, yeah. What well, was a show in, in, in Helsinki, Finland, uh, where, yeah, in, in, between the, in, in the set, there were fire alarm. Everybody was going out, smoking cigarettes, and then after the police or oh, fire guys said, okay, everything's good, yeah, it was, we went, real fire. Had, was just an alarm, and we went back and started again. <laughs> and everybody came in and party. continued. Yeah, it was like a party break. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, great. it was funny how behaved people went out easily. And then they came in and it body continued. Trans this. fans.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so we normally close out the interview with the rapid fire section. Um, so just maybe we do a TikTok. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. answer one, then you answer the next. Mm-hmm. And just say the very first thing that comes to mind. Okay. So, Vlad, you got the questions. Yep. Ready? Ready. Set. Go. Dream B2B. B2B
3: is back-to-back? Yeah, yeah. back-to-back.
2: Ah, uh, Okay, uh, Kayao, back-to-back Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, what genre of music do you guys relax to? Chill out. A hot dog is or isn't a sandwich? It's <laughs> a German tradition. <laughs> um... <laughs> If you could be any animal, what animal would you With be and why? Yeah, I would yeah, like to be so a cat. Meow. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> he almost <laughs> is. One word to describe yourself in high school. I was a li- bit uh, lazy. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> uh, favorite 90s
3: track. Uh, tra- tra- uh, Guru Josh Infinity.
2: Beans, <sighs> Too many yeah, times. I don't know. Prophetic, 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 prophetic yeah. <laughs> there we go. And the last one, favorite perk
0: of the job.
5: What does it mean? Uh, oh, uh, favorite benefit of
0: being an international DJ. <laughs> uh, uh, to see the world. Yeah. it's a great yeah. answer. Great. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. It was a great conversation. Thank you for tuning in to our interview with Caillou and Albert. Now the guys have prepared a guest mix for us, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the mix.
6: I'm still. I know that it hurts and always will. And when it feels cold and dark in me, I know I'm still breathing, breathing deep. I'm not giving up, but I need to go. I'd rather be restless than in pain. I gave you my all, but it was not enough. I'd rather be restless than in pain.
5: Navigate the sound To feel the freedom that is found Inside ourselves and all around To reach beyond and find that higher place